Now broadcasting live via so Ustream or downloaded directly to your mobile device. Bagdenboard.com presents the Bagdon Boardcast. Oh my goodness, and that is crazy. Why are we friends with Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I didn't get slapped like right your mom in here. Uh, you said your parents don't listen to this. He just looked at me like, should I punch him? It doesn't work if you're not wearing what? a mariachi suit. Uh, we're not wearing a mariachi suit. I don't know. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 211 of the Bagging Boardcast. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the list, the books that we are looking forward to coming out April 23rd, not 23. 23rd? 23rd. Today's 420. 2000, <laughs> 2014. Now we follow it up with our weekly rotating main topic. What are we doing this week? This is today's 420. <laughs> uh, we're doing. Don't be dang. It's. I was gonna say dumb. We're, don't be lame, Paul. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, we're doing no, that's this stupid. week. Don't. Uh, a, that bothers me. Just don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm, well, you're the one not remembering. It's not my fault. What we're doing is we're talking about uh, the renewal. It's Easter. It's so spring is in the air, and the characters that are getting a new look, new feel. All new now kind of paint to them. Uh, yeah, a little discussion about that. Yeah. Because we got some that we're looking forward to, some that we don't really kind of care about. Mm-hmm. So, we'll, and maybe there's some that we want to see that aren't getting the new treatment and, you know, it'll yeah. be an open kind of form. And no, we're not stoners, so we don't celebrate 420. But Paul sure likes mentioning it. Yeah. Well, when you guys go, oh, what? <laughs> It's, it's been it a long funny. day. It's yeah, been a long day. Well, we've had a, we have a long day, and I yes. drank a lot today. <laughs> and you're not going to stop now? No, no. I, but John knows I, I had a lot today. Yeah, a lot today. It was a long day. It was long. It was a long day. Uh, no, we. This is something that Chris brought because you had this uh, when you were in Syracuse a couple yeah, months I ago. Was, a year ago now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was uh, training for work in Syracuse, and they had this at one of the bars over there the blue tusk um this is from elijah it is the super fuzz it is a pale ale that has been brewed with blood oranges uh it's very good mm-hmm. um nice little bitter a lot of like nice little sweet to it very enjoyable like very good drinking beer um i think i like this one a little bit cooler yeah i think it, it it's it chilled i think it's a it, it would be a lot better but i still really enjoy it Nice taste, and I, I enjoy that bitter that's on the back tongue. Like it makes mm-hmm. me salivate just a little bit. Yeah, th- a fuzzy mouth. Yeah, I think colder you'll lose a little bit of that bitterness on the back. It reminds me a lot of a uh, you know a number nine, Magic Hat number nine, but it has a stronger hop, a much stronger hop. Um, you do get like with nine, you do get a sweetness. I I I, I I'd say had if you number put nine in if you put nine. if you put these two next to each other, you wouldn't get the you wouldn't say they were a lot alike. Okay. Um, just what I'm remembering of nine Magic Hat number nine. It does have number nine does have that citrus kind of quality to it. Well, it's, it's an apricot beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is you know uh, I've really taking note of the this brewery. I've really starting to really enjoy the stuff they're putting out that I didn't before, but they're really bringing their A game. That cappuccino mm-hmm. milk stout was really yeah. good. I really like that. 
And this, I really enjoy this too. I this is a great summer beer. It's tasty. I like it. I'm glad um, I found it at Premier, so I could bring it to the table. Literally, meow. Yes, I did. I brought it and put it on the table. Kachink. Mm-hmm. Yes. True. What's also true is we have news. Not there, much news. Not much news. But there there news. is news. WonderCon's going on. But honestly, it's just a bunch of panels. No real announcements yeah, at WonderCon. It's just talking about stuff that's already been announced. Yeah. And it's just what we expect in early con days. Like, yeah. Not until, like, they even hold announcements now until New York Comic Con, it seems. It's kind of weird. Like, they'll, because they realize most of their news gets eaten up at uh, Comic Con by all the. Other stuff that goes on at Comic Con. So yeah. it seems like they wait until the real end of the summer, you know, August, for yeah. the late cons now to announce the pl- big plans for the upcoming year. Which makes sense because they also push back all the comic events. So like the summer comic book events now happen, like Forever Evil started in like August, October. Well, that's, I think that's more what we're going to be getting from DC too because they did that whole relaunch in September. So now mm-hmm. September's kind of like their, like that's the anniversary mark for yeah. everything, so they the can zero do, issues. They, they can do the events like leading up to it, but you know it'll be like a four month arc of something, a four month mini arc for somewhere else, four months, and then it's like boom, like so we're gonna kind of go through that cycle, I think, mm-hmm. where they can do four kind of minor events a year leading up to something bigger. So we won't. So not until May will we get spoilers for it because June we'll have to see the solicitations for the stuff coming out and. September, yeah. right? So no, yeah, yeah. It's a WonderCon. Not, WonderCon. It's you know, it's still fun to go to conventions, even if you're not just sitting in the panels and doing stuff. Yeah, just to see everybody. It's honestly fun being just a part of that atmosphere. Like mm-hmm. you said, not even if you're going to do interviews or stuff, just walking around, seeing all the like hullabaloo, mm-hmm. seeing the people, what they're dressed as. Seeing the people that you're actually interested in seeing, being able to talk to them, being able to get a sketch, like all that stuff is is really good. It's the worst part is being elbow to elbow with some stinky people. Yeah. Um, and like just sometimes just feeling like it's overcrowded. Mm-hmm. But if you're one of those people that like, oh, there's max capacity, I can't get in there. It it sucks. PAX East just happened last week, not this this weekend right now, but the past week. But no real announcements out of that either. They were showing off Evolve. No, that one kind of looks cool. It's the yeah, that's the four v one, four humans versus a big old monster that evolves. Yeah, a new build that was there seemed cool. That's what I heard the most about. Yeah, yeah, that's, that yeah. seems like that's the big game now. Everything else yeah, has kind of like come, out. come out. Yeah, except for the I guess Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 version. Did that just I come think, out? Well, it's yeah. not coming out for PlayStation 3. It's oh. Xbox exclusive. Oh, right. But I think it came out for the mm-hmm. Xbox 360. I'm not 100% that's sure, okay. though, because I think there's a thing up on, like, you know, get a gold account and get a free free something, like free demo. Free or, or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the, the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> we, we saw a part of Pacific Rim today, so I'm still that. <laughs> it's okay. I, well, good. I, I'm glad it wasn't from, you know, that, oh, I hate that. What's, what's the the anime that I don't like? Because it's just Evangelion? Evangelion. Evangelion's so good, though. I don't like it. Why don't it's you just like it? Bad. It's just It's masturbating to a girl in a coma. It's creepy oh, yeah. as all hell. She was awake. She knew what he was doing. <laughs> 
John saying it like that is even creepier. That's a, that's a weird, weird show, but hey, it it's is really weird. good. That doesn't take away from the fact that it's cool. Kid is whiny yeah. as all heck. Oh. Can't get behind him. Can't get in front of him because he might start masturbating. I don't, I don't know where to stand near that kid. Well, speaking about weird stuff with kids, you guys hear about Brian Singer? Uh, I, did. I did. I'm sorry, you brought it up, and that just reminded me. I did. I wasn't sure if we wanted to mention it because it, it's all kind of rumor yeah. and accusations. Um, but yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, I don't like allegations. Know, I don't like to hear allegations like that. That's it's always bad. You know, you never want to hear anybody's Showed name. Showed pupil. <laughs> There's a movie. Never There's a movie. Explain <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. That happened. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, and and some people say, you know, some people. Uh, I've seen some people talking about it, like it's going to deter them from watching his movies. Some people have said, mm, uh, you know, it's still an X Men movie, and I don't. Well, you still watch Roman Polanski films, John. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Old, old, pre, pre sodomy and rape movies, yeah. Accusations and or convictions, and now he's, uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was, it it was, yeah, he did it. Yeah. That's why he's not allowed in the United States. (laughs) And he lives where there's no extradition laws. Yeah, it's, uh, one of those things where you, you hope, uh, for everybody's sake, you know, it gets cleared up and, you know, accusations are bad. You know, I'm glad I I'm I have nothing. It just makes me feel bad yeah, that even an accusation could be made or would be made. Yeah. Hey, look at Elmo. Yeah. Kevin Clash, yeah. Kevin Clash, and that was settled out of court, right? I don't know what happened with that, honestly. Well, so the kid was like his long-term boyfriend, wasn't he? Uh, after, yeah, after he turned 18, but then, you know, he, he then said that it started before he was actually 18 and he was coerced into it and that's the problem, you know. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't want to, yeah. Yeah, this is all stuff that I don't think is. Hey, you know what is happening kind of next year though? Agent Carter is coming to ABC. Not even getting a pilot. They're just going right into production next year. Uh, and this How is going to. episodes? Of production, do we know? No, it's going into production. It's okay. and it's not in production yet, but it is going to be for next year. Um, they're not getting a pilot. They use the one shot that was on the Iron Man DVD basically as their pilot to say mm-hmm. this is kind of what the show is going to be about. And ABC, Disney, mm-hmm. Marvel, they're all they're all cool with it. So they're kind of putting that through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is going to be a period piece taking place. Uh, in the 40s, mm-hmm. 50s, with the oh good, a, the man, a, man audience, a young a young shield just starting kind of a kind of a show. So you got the end, the fall of shield. Spoiler. So and then for, you're going to be having the for the uh, agents of shield, and then you're going to have the birth of shield and yeah, Agent Carter. Yeah, huh. that's interesting. Which I'm interested in seeing it. I think that they can do a good job with that. I, I'm just, I, I would be, I would like to know how many episodes they're buying. You know, because normally um, you hear... Early talks just been they're going to be doing, like, shorter seasons, but it's going to be, like, longer episodes. 
Okay, so, so hour length. Like a, almost oh. like a miniseries event type. Okay. So that, that kind of makes sense because with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it, I think, I don't know, I, I haven't yeah. caught up. You guys really like it, yeah. but it seems like 22 episodes of that every season might be a little long. Um, I, I really kind of feel as they were setting up the show to be one thing, and I don't know if they were like, hey, in the middle of it, we need to turn things around, or these, mm-hmm. we really need to use these events in Captain America to really impact stuff and change things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it, it's really kind of done that almost formula show, and then now kind of still, still a little bit formula, but really throwing the monkey wrench into the mm-hmm. gears and characters oh. switching sides and, and, and with Hydra and everything. It's, it's been really interesting. It's kind of cool. Uh, I know that supposedly the lowest rated episode was actually the one with the fallout of, uh, Captain America because it was basically the same week Captain America 2 was released. So they're now, they're thinking that maybe they, people didn't want to be spoiled for the movie. Yeah. So they waited on watching this one, or they held off, well, you know, skipping. They also re-released it. They wa- they played it again with like this week. They played last week's, and then yeah, and then and then this week's because it, that might be because they realized they it knew was, it was all yeah, it was it leading was, up to mm-hmm. the movie, which makes sense. Like I wouldn't want to watch that without seeing the movie. After watching the movie, I was like, oh, I can't wait for this week's Shield. Mm-hmm. So yeah. People can't wait to get their hands on PlayStation 4s. Uh, <gasps> over 7 million have been sold worldwide, and there's now a little bit of constraint, supply constraint, it seems, of uh, dragging down their numbers. They're, Sony's saying they could probably be selling a lot more if they could get keep it on the shelves, which is great for Sony because, honestly, Sony Entertainment was looking a little mighty rough. shaky, a little rough. They, yeah. they did spin-offs, they did closures of studios they really trimmed down their team and this is good it's good news that, that they're doing well uh xbox one is doing all right they just hit the five million uh milestone so still pretty good. i mean still yeah, good it's still for really good retention like yeah. anybody's if you were if studios were waiting for publishers were waiting for well we're not sure if this next gen console thing is Really, what we want to do? We want a, a large install base. Five million is a large install base, so and seven million over it, there. It, so is better. Yeah, it's better. It's a better install base, but that's still twelve million consoles out there in the wild for developers to want to do the actual next generation thing. Yeah, because yeah. it is expensive. You know, it does. Get oh yeah, really to do textures and whether or not. And I mean, look at all, I mean, just all the places that have been closing lately it's, or merging, like mm-hmm. all that stuff is, I mean, it's got to be so hard to do these games and then be banking on this game and then it come out and then people just be like, this game sucks or, yeah, or getting such a low rating. Like I, I can imagine like putting all this effort, all this work, all this money, and then it only got five stars. But I think you should be able to look at something going this sucks, you know, this this game is not going to be good. Yeah. Well, the thing is, well, okay, well, I first want to make a point of uh, Borderlands, the pre-sequel, you know, that's not going to be on next-gen, because 2K didn't want to take the chance on it. 
um, it goes back to the whole install base thing. Uh, mm-hmm. There was an interview where they said, like, we have a huge like fan base that's already out there on these systems. We're just going for that one. Exactly. And so that's why I was kind so of mentioning some, the install base. It's so. not so much, yeah, not wanting to take the chance, but the fans of those original games might not have mm-hmm. made the jump to the next gen. Yeah, like we haven't. We haven't. You know what? We still played the shit out of Borderlands. Borderlands. Too. But it's not yeah. being done by Gearbox. No, it's uh, 2K Australia. Yeah. So it's then again, it's like okay, well, Gearbox isn't doing it, but 2K still wants to make some money. It's a little riskier play to go on next gen console because they know they have the install base on there. But yeah. 12 million units out there now, I, I think you'll see more studios being like, okay, well, now we'll start really looking to releasing our next gen kind of stuff. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Are you guys any closer to thinking about picking up a next gen console? No, I'm I'm okay with where I'm at. Yeah, there's uh, there there's has not enough games yet. Not enough games. Not there's not that game that's like gotta play. Mm-hmm. Like Arkham Knight's one of those ones that's gonna push me in that direction, but again, it's still not. It's not huge enough. Not wow. something I need to get yet. I okay. haven't bought a new game since Diablo three. I think Diablo is the last one that I got too. <laughs> and that was October. Yeah, because yeah. the last one before that was Batman. And that was like September. September, so I I don't know what's coming out in October, but I heard October is going to be a really big month. I know that Batman is probably probably scheduled. new Assassin's Creed because I know they were talking about a new wow, one. and those always come out in October. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, uh, not that I'm not into gaming, but I just eh, I haven't really yeah. There hasn't been a game that hooked you. Yeah, and I haven't really been paying too much attention. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying just playing Diablo still. <laughs> Chris has been playing it for like the last two weeks, and every once in a while, like I, uh, I'll start talking to him and watch him play. And I, last three days, I've been playing. Have you tried Hearthstone yet? No, me either. I'm afraid to start it. Yeah, because I haven't finished yes. Borderlands two yet. That game is so damn long, right? Yeah, you get your money's worth with that oh, game. I'm just kind of like it. Oh. Just it keeps going too. Yeah, like, there's still secret bosses and stuff every. Beat I know that. because I bought the game of the year edition, so I so, got oh all you get all the DLC, DLC, and I'm like, oh man. That, know, see, guys. you shouldn't be complaining that there's too much game. Con- considering you get games that you're like, I beat it in three hours. Yeah, but some of those games I really enjoyed, yeah. and I beat it in three hours. Usually, I I love a game that. I really enjoy, and I can keep going on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like when when you first think it's going to end, like I was like, oh, that really kind of was kind of quick. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, it didn't, and I keep going. Like mm-hmm. I I loved that. I was like, I get more more guns, more more craziness, more great humor with the game. Like yeah, I'm I'm down for playing it some more. Yeah, I, I'm kind of and I like- played through it like two. Two times, two three times. Maybe it's my playstyle where I'm still just the guy that's leaning back and you know sniping, 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 then go in with my pistols. Well, I mean, it honestly, and like clean it up, and then no, because that's a very valid playstyle. Like, there's a lot of people that do that. But it feels like that's all I'm. I, I feel the repetitiveness of it, mm-hmm. and not so much the fun of the repetitiveness well, then you, of it. Then you mix it up, like yeah, get in, get in get there. A game, like not a different game, but a different playstyle. Yeah, like, just. Started going in with submachine guns and shotguns and just. I like I I I always play but all in my the first one. Are, are you playing a zero? Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. 
you just respec him and you go for the one that's more based yeah. off of like yeah. pistols and close up. I think what it costs like a thousand bucks, which money is like nothing there. Yeah, mm-hmm. money's pointless in that game. <laughs> So I mean, yeah, just respect them. You can make them completely different. Yeah, maybe that's what I mean. And to do. and play like that because I have the most fun playing like in the first one is a soldier, and in this one, the soldier commando commando. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm like you're in the fray. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in there getting my ass kicked, throwing out my turret guns. You know, throwing them on the ceiling, throwing them over the edge of. Uh, the cliff down into where all the guys are to have them all start fighting and then start picking people off and then jump in there with my shotguns and machine guns and kill people. Like, I have the most fun... And my character, I use sniper, I use machine gun, mm-hmm. I use shotgun, I use rocket launcher. Like, I switch, rocket, I rocket switch between those constantly during, hmm. constantly during a battle. Like, I switch mm-hmm. no matter what I'm doing, where I am, I can use every every weapon there is. Usually what I do is walk up, get the guys to spawn, walk on back, look for a Goliath, headshot the Goliath, let him start tearing up things, try to get him as high-powered as he can, Mm. and then headshot him to kill him, and then walk up a little bit more, walk back. And it's like I'm kind of like playing almost a waiting game in Borderlands, where I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, that would be boring for playing a long game. I'm like, I don't want to die and waste money. <laughs> I do I do have that point Actually, where... I've, even when you run out of money, it's not a big deal in that game because everything drops. Like, you're not going to never mm-hmm. have ammo. Yeah. If you don't have money, it just means it costs less than the next time you respawn. Yeah. yeah. I remember getting to the point where I had so much money, when I would die, my money wouldn't go down. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. You can even, like... When the numbers like max out, like nine, 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 mm-hmm. nine, 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 you're yeah. still earning money. It just doesn't show you. Yeah. I bought stuff and been like, yeah. oh, I still have nine, 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 nine. Have it so, yeah. the nine, 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 nine. Respect. Get into yeah. it. Just Maybe that's what I need. Change to your place. Yeah. Because it's 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 fun. Like I've had a point where I'm just getting so swarmed by guys that I have to like I have to run away. And while I'm running away, away like I'll stop and like fire two shots. And I'm like, oh shit! And like just keep running. Like you should be having fun. It shouldn't be like yeah. boring. I, to, I'm level 32 right now, and I, for whatever reason, I just feel like slogged by it. It's just a, yeah. That, I mean, what you what you're doing sounds boring. Yeah. It's a little boring. And that game is not meant to be boring. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, change stuff up, because I know there's, isn't there stuff to do, like, with his sword to, like, sneak yeah. up on people? Yeah, that's what I do, you know, it's when I like get into the It's basically like a chain kill thing, where, like, when you switch between, like, using your pistol and, like, mm-hmm. hitting someone with your sword, your damage, like, goes up exponentially, mm-hmm. based off of, like, how, like, you um, go through, I think. Well, how long you wait. Uh, the longer you wait before you actually kill something while in the sh- shadow mode... Like the higher the, there's it's another skill. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know oh, if it's okay. in that same tree, but it's basically like made to be like I'm going to shoot you, I'm going to hit you with my sword, but then I'm going to shoot this guy. Then see, I got the kill, I got the kill streak for headshots right now, and it's yeah. like as long as I keep on getting headshots, critical hits, like it'll my my damage will keep on increasing. So headshot you, headshot you know, right? That's all I'm doing is ping, 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 ping. Yeah, that sounds boring. Yeah. But again, I, think I hate fun, apparently. It's not, <laughs> like that headshot thing, I don't think it's meant for you to be, like, standing that far back away from stuff. I think you're still supposed to be in there, like, no scoping <laughs> people, like, right up. I, I, I scope people. People start running at me, and they do the little zag, and I'm, like, right there. I'm, like, oh, whoop, gotcha. And, you know? Yeah. Just. 
Because I think like the one mission scoping that... with using the mouse, you use a controller though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I lean back when I play. Yeah, but yeah, scoping using the mouse might be a little easier. Might but be a little the, easier. The uh, one mission that I really loved was the stuff in like the old west town, mm-hmm. and you have to yeah. kill the sheriff. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun game because you kill all the deputies and then you run up. And... You you were supposed to kill her with a pistol, so you know ran in with the unkept uh, whatever. Unkempt Harold. Yeah, Harold and. Started blasting away. But what were we talking about before Borderlands 2? A game that came out over 18 months ago. Oh, news. More news. I think, uh, I think we're basically wrapped up. I know the, the Eisner Award nominations were, were listed and... What? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. We normally do something for the Eisner Award. We usually do the picks, like yeah. when they, right before they come out. Oh, okay. honestly, there's not enough from these Eisners that I've read that I feel like I should. Pick. Oh yeah, no, it's a lot of like, it's a lot of, almost feels like indie stuff. I know like Saga, got nominated again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Matt Fraction got nominated for Haw for yeah, Matt Fraction like best writer. Yeah. Really? And that was really the only thing I really took notice of anyone I really knew or anything I had read. We're bad comic book fans and <laughs> bad video game fans. I, I don't uh, think so. I think no. I think you know we I we always try different things. Especially I mean if you think about it for our list the different or the uh, lookbacks we're always trying to find new number ones new books coming out. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff is so nichey that like you wouldn't even know to look for it or where to look for it well that's why the eisners are good it it brings attention to maybe these smaller publisher things and yeah maybe it's something that if it looks interesting and wins an eisner maybe we'll look into yeah maybe you know and maybe we'll pick it for our list coming up on uh what april 23rd 23 yeah 2014 that is true. I was actually just looking up. The, sorry, I didn't know we were going to be throwing it over that fast. Oh, I'm sorry. I, no, it's okay. I decided I, I was going to try to... When everybody was talking about, yeah, there wasn't anything that I really saw there, I figured, oh, okay. And no, I kind mean, of wrapped like, up the news anyways. Like, best single issue, it's Demeter from Becky Cloonan, Hawkeye Ooh, number 11. yeah, I vote business. for Demeter. Like, an issue of Love and Rockets, an issue of Viotron. Well, issue, Love and Rockets is still going on? Yeah. Issue of Watson and Holmes, like... I've read Demeter and Hawkeye number eleven. Like mm-hmm. Hawkeye's, that's a great issue. Yeah, it's a it's a pizza, it's a pizza dog. dog. Yes. Ooh, that's like a good best, one. Best continuing series. We have East of West, Hawkeye, Nowhere Men, Saga, and Sex Criminals. Two of them written by Matt Fraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nowhere Men. I read. I picked up the Sex Criminals number one because um, it was free, right? Um, yeah. Comicsology. Yeah. I haven't read it yet. It it's the one bad. where she stops time when she orgasms, right? Yeah. And it turns, and so she starts robbing banks. Well, she meets another guy who has the same power, and uh-huh. they become basically like a Bonnie and Clyde. Hmm. Um, best limited series: The Black Beetle, um, Colder, Forty Seven Ronin, Trillium, The Wake. Well, Trillium was I liked the first issue, but it, because it was a flip book. But I, you know, there wasn't enough there in that first issue, even though it was Jeff Lemire, Brennan and John, that made, like, I'm like, oh, that first issue was great. Ha! It tied up. It's like the perfect ending for a Twilight Zone, where I'm like, you leave it there, it's fine. Well, seriously, like, scrolling through here, like, looking at everything else, none of the stuff is anything that we read. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, that's, that's the stuff that's relevant to us. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still scrolling through. And best writer, you have Kelly Sue DeConnick, 
Matt for Fraction, Captain Marvel? Jonathan Hickman, Scott Snyder, Eric Stephenson, Brian K. Vaughn. Eric Stephenson? What's mm-hmm. he writing? Uh, Nowhere Man at Image. Oh, okay. um, best Writer Artist, Isabel Greenberg, um, Jamie Hernandez, Terry Moore, Luke Pearson, Matt Fallon, Judith Van Snow. Is Terry Moore still doing Hackslash? No, that's someone else. Oh. Terry Moore is the guy that did um, Strangers in Paradise. Oh, Strangers in Paradise. Echo. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, his new one's Rachel Rising. Tim Seeley? Tim? Yeah. Did... He's an artist that he did came the... up with Hackshot. Okay. Yeah. Um, best okay. Penciler, Eaker, Inker, Nate Belgrade, Nick Dragota, Sean Murphy, Nate Powell, Emma Rios, Thomas Yeats. I guess I'll do like Dragota art. But here's the thing, I have... Like Sean Are Murphy. you familiar with like any of the rest of them besides Sean Murphy? And Nick Dragota? No. <laughs> Best cover artist, David Aja, Mike Del Mundo, Sean Murphy, Emma Rios, Chris Samney, Fiona Staples. Color okay, like okay, cover yeah. artist like we that can, one works. And but. we can also do a quick Im- Google image search yeah. and figure out Yeah, what what their books this year were. <laughs> but you know, I mean the Isers used to I don't want to say mean more to us, but it used little, to be a little bit more mainstream. Mainstream, and now like awesome for them, like they're getting a bit out there more. But, but yeah, you know, and I, I, I do think like the 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 true meaning or purpose of those Eisners should be these recognition of these smaller books than mm-hmm. like Daredevil or Captain America. Well, we're also unless those Daredevil and Captain Americas were outstanding. Really outstanding books. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and, Daredevil was winning those Eisners when it yeah. came out. And the thing is, over at DC, I don't think there's. We read the two or three DC books that are pretty much outstanding, and that's it out of the fifty-two yeah, they offer I, each month. Like, I think it's pretty true. I don't think any other book would be really worthy of the Eisner because they seem so throw, still so throwbacky to the nineties. You know, where they brought back all these kind of 90 artists and they look very, oh, that time. It's like. Even, I mean, even older with like Marv Wolfman yeah. and, uh. George Perez. George Perez. Because you can't say Wolfman without Perez. Yeah. Just one of those weird things. One of those weird things. Mm-hmm. But, you know. You know what's one of those good things? What? Our next beer. Oh, we're going to throw it to the beer instead of the list. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, let's drink that beer. Oh, you want me to pause I'd the I'd like episode? you to pause it. Oh, okay. Well, let me do that for you. What would you like me to do again? Pause it. Beer. And thanks for pausing it, Paul, because one, I had to pee, and it gave us time to rinse our glasses and pour our next beer. Mm-hmm. And, Chris, this is another one that you bought. Yes, this is from Spider Bite Brewery. This is Boris the Spider. It is a Russian Imperial Stout sitting high at 10%. Oh. Hmm. Do they call all their beers the Spider? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> this I've never had anything from them before. I found mm-hmm. this um, at Premier Gourmet in the Growler mm-hmm. Fill Station. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it is nice, smooth. You don't get that 10% alcohol bite mm-hmm. from it. Really coffee goodness to it. Um, and that coffee bitter to it. I get a lot of smoke. You get a lot more of that now. Like, it's warmed up a little bit because mm-hmm. when we had this before, it, it was, ch- it was, it was chilled, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot smokier um, before. It was still like just that coffee taste, and mm-hmm. it was like a heavier beer. It wasn't something you just wanted to keep going back to because that one sip just it lingers, like it holds on mm-hmm. into your mouth, like you don't feel the need to like take another sip very long. Um, it's true. It's but like 
we drank this with my dad, and my dad was like, it seems so big, yet I'm already halfway done with my glass. Yeah. You know, like, I keep going back to it, because it leaves that coffee taste on your tongue. Mm-hmm. But, man, when you're drinking it, I, d- I don't get a heavy beer at all, so I- I'm kind of yeah. interested to see, to know what you guys drank before, because I'm like, man, this is- feels really light. Really good, like easy to just start drinking. It's all that aftertaste. It's all the flavors after you've had it on your tongue that yeah. you know make it feel like a bigger, smokier, nice yeah. stouty beer. You know, it's good. I it makes me definitely want to try out more stuff from Spider Bite. Spider Bite. Spider Bite. I've actually been bit by a spider. See, I want to know if I was bit by a spider, you know, because I've had bites on my arms and hands and stuff before, and I'm like, huh, it's yeah, a like, weird bite. I don't know, but I don't know I where it came from. Right now, like, it's kind of gone away, but I don't know what happened. I had one, like, it was on my, it was a huge, like, welt on, like, my thigh. Yeah. My inner thigh. My thigh was, well, my uh, calf was really itchy this morning. I was over at Kate's aunt's house uh, for brunch, and I kept on itching my calf, and I'm like, what the heck, man? Why is it so itchy? I pulled up my pant leg and was looking at it, and nothing's there that I could tell. Maybe there was a bite. Kate's like, is there a bite? And I'm like, I can't tell. And she's like, well, we can't look at it now while I'm at my aunt's house. And <laughs> Wait, great, just, you just took your pants down? Yeah. I'm like, come on, everybody, come over here. Look, <laughs> look, see if I got a bite. look a foot below my ass and uh, see if I have... Calf. I'm a calf. So yeah, was, a, f- I would... a foot below your ass. Foot and a half. I'd say yeah. a little more. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're gonna nitpick on the. Yeah. No, no, no. It's but I wouldn't Let's take down my pants. nitpicking on that and start picking on some books for the list. The hey, thanks for getting this back on track. Oh, yeah. It's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to um, Justice League United. Uh, this is a book that we were told was going to be coming out a long time ago, um, and this is in the aftermath uh, aftermath of. Um, Forever Evil. Forever Evil, thank you. We have uh, a new Justice League coming together. It's going to bring Adam Strange back into the DCU. Uh, Supergirl, Stargirl, Hawkman, Green Arrow, and a new Canadian, quote-unquote, superhero. Uh, change everything. Change everything are going to be on this team, and this is a zero issue. The Maple Marauder. Ooh. No, actually, um, I don't remember the name of the character, but it's... Like a, is it better than Maple Marauder? Yeah, it's like a Native American, like an Indian Um I can't remember the actual tribe that's from, but Jeff Lemire's gone to like this tribe's like it's not a reservation, but like their land and like studied with them and hmm. taught art classes to the kids there to try to get to know the people and portray them just in more of that like ooh me stereotypical Indian. Use spirit power of bear to fight type. Amsterdam. He wants to bring like knowledge and notice to like this Indian tribe that's living in the wilds of Canada. Yeah, that's really and cool. And portray them in like a like positive light because he wants to not to be that. What was the name of the the Indian chief that grew, or the one friends. that was in the Batman Incorporated? Yeah, but that's that's so Grant Morrison. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm blanking out. Inukchuk was his the word that would make him grow. Yeah, uh, I feel bad for not remembering this. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. Jeff, like as we said, Jeff Lemire, and uh, I'm blanking on the the artist name because my phone died and I can't look it up. Um, what else has he done? 
I don't remember. I am totally just... Mike McCoin. McCoin? McCoin. K-O-N-E. McCoin. He was um, on Teen Titans for a while. Yeah. Oh. He's good. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this book. I enjoy those characters teamed up. I am a huge... I wouldn't say huge, but I really like Adam Strange, and I like to see him in stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of yeah. space kind of stuff. Yeah, the thing is, especially with Adam Strange now in the new DCU, I feel like the D- cosmic DCU has been so uh, streamlined to, well, if it doesn't have a ring, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> And because that's all that the yeah. cosmic DCU. Cosmic that's that's is. the only cosmic DC stuff is all Green Lantern or Lan- well, Lantern yeah. oriented. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if we had an Adam Strange book, maybe he could do it. Or well, does he even fit anymore? And maybe he would be this old grizzled little war veteran from a war nobody's heard of. Yeah. And he kind of comes off a little crazy, but he knows like something else is coming. Like he would be the new harbinger for the DCU. I thought that would be kind of cool. But looking at these pictures, nope, it's a young guy. Young it's, guy, the prince who's run away from his kingly duties. He has, like, be uh, headphones on. <laughs> like, his helmet looks like it has a headphone. Like Yeah, but he always kind of had those ear things yeah. as that fighter helmet kind of thing. I guess so. Uh, but I, I'm looking forward to checking it out. I I really enjoy Jeff Lemire. And n- now knowing that he went and started with his tribe, it, cakes, it makes me a little little more interested in because i do really like him as a writer i i love green arrow right now i think it's a great book is it sad that i'm trying to think back to the canadian open opening ceremonies for the winter olympics do you think try to figure out the names of those tribes because i don't think it's going to happen for you i remember the slam poet that they had but what comic book are you looking forward to paul i'm looking forward to electra number one uh, written by Blackman and Del Mundo doing the art. Uh, I don't know their first names. So it would be Michael Del Mundo. Do you know the first name sure. of Blackman? Because they don't, of course, the Marvel website doesn't tell oh, me. It no. just has, you know, I'm looking at the cover and it says Blackman, Del Mundo. Yes, 100% sure Michael Del Mundo. You are correct. Uh, it's just going to be a new take on Electra. The cover, I think, is really, is pulling me in. It's all white with, these ninjas, uh, out, black outlines of ninjas that are forming the features of her face and just the red, you know, to give her lips and also the red bandana. So I think it's a very uh, interesting cover. It makes it kind of seems cool. I didn't know you're like are you, you're not really an Electra fan. Just no. something that's like, oh hey, I'll ch- I'm gonna yeah, check yeah. it out. You know, number one, they they. And it's. I'm hoping that it gets into the Daredevil world somehow. But I, I think, I think well, yeah, that's, the description. I'm going to be so mistaken. Yeah, I don't. I don't think yeah, that's don't going think to happen happening. at all. Yeah, but uh, you know, uh, I know she's been in the Thunderbolts recently, as of late. Yeah, it's yeah the. Oh. But I, I'm kind of excited. The character's name is Equinox, and she's Cree. Oh, <laughs> but not Cree. What? Not Marvel Cree. No, I, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That'd be so dumb. That'd be, that'd be fucking dumb. That'd be weird. That'd be fucking dumb. Equinox. Yes. But not. What's it? Eclipse? Right? Who's the villain in the DC universe? Eclipso. Eclipso. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
So many of these words are just used like constantly. Eclipse. Well, they eclipse, eclipso, equinox, mm-hmm. moon baby. <laughs> so many are used. Moon Cree, baby. Cree. Are they going to explain the stone people that you were supposed to look, you know, up in what? Canada, the the native of? I, we don't know, Paul. Why would we know if he's going to explain the stone people? <laughs> That are something that don't that probably don't have anything to do with comic. What's the stone people are you talking about? In Canada, they had those. Uh, I'm sorry, Paul. That's okay. The the stone people that had the hollow that had the hollowness in the belly because you could look through that and then see the next one like they're landmarkers. But I don't know if they mean anything to anybody. Oh, I saw those on the cover of uh, Just a Sneaky Night at Number 2. Oh, really? Yeah, they're going to talk about those. <laughs> it's going to lead you to a comic book store where you can uh, get the next issue for free comic book day, actually. Uh, so, uh, it's a big thing we got going on. We're working with the history people over in uh, Canada. That's my dandy deal. I can't do it as one. well as you. That's a good one. <laughs> Taking those local myths with uh, today's legends and combining them. You do realize how stupid that was, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, Bob. Oh, you know, he's, he's, he's exploring the history of this Native, gonna, Native Canadian hey, culture. Is he going to explain these stupid rock things up there that some artist did? No, he's, he's going to tell a story about Adam Strange and the Justice League members. And I was really hoping that Canadian. Daredevil would show up with these fucking statues. <laughs> When that book fails, it's going to be just because all of Canada was buying it, hoping to find out what these stone people actually were, and they don't know still. Still don't know. Oh, my God. It'd be so funny if, like, you open the cover and, like, the first page is one of those stones. Oh, Paul, you got to let us know. John, you're buying it, so you uh, let me know. I will. And then I will Oh, my God. All you. I'm going to do is look so hard and be like, no, no, that that bush in the background, that's really one of those stone creatures. So, uh, Chris, what book are you looking um, forward to? Because I'm being dumb the whole episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul, but it was... It started only, early. Only book with me I'm making 420 jokes. Only book I'm buying. And it's only gotten worse. I'm sorry, Chris, go ahead. The only, only book, book you're buying. Yep. The only book I'm buying is Batman Eternal Number 3, um, written by Scott Snyder, James Tinian IV, et al. Art by um, Jay Fabic. Oh, like, I enjoyed the first one. It was okay. Wasn't great. Wasn't bad. Uh, second one definitely hooked me a lot more, though. Uh, the second one seemed a lot more setup-y than the first one sh- was, and it probably should have been that way. Like if number two had been number one, uh, yeah, like, I think it would have been a much like bigger hook. Yeah, it's not to, it, not to talk about it completely because we're gonna be doing it. From yeah, back, but but it th- it did seem like that whole issue could have been told. In maybe two pages of number two. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, number three. I'm still waiting for the first like full month to decide if this is something I want to keep going ahead with. Um, and it's been said that this book will be going through March 2015. Wow. Um, it is a full year-long weekly mm-hmm. series, so it's an investment if it's something I want to read. So number two, you got the first look at spoiler. Nope, it's actually not. coming in number three. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, it's yeah, tough because I think you picked number two. Yeah, saying that it's your first look at spoiler. Yeah, the spoiler-filled issue. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Sorry. Who knows? It could be four. 
Could be. It's a weekly book, though, so they have a bunch of people probably working on it. So yeah, and that's the images are getting released, and yeah. you'd think that oh, it's going to be for number for two, what's but going on. it could be for you know the next arc next month. Who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. Seeing a, a recasting, a redoing of spoiler kind of leads us right into our main topic. Uh, but first, of course, we have to do a dramatic reading. And now, a dramatic reading from Batman, issue zero, page eight, panel three. Oh no! And that was a dramatic reading from Batman, number zero, page eight, panel three. And what a panel that was. Mm-hmm. Shorter to the point. Shorter to the point. How we like it. Yes. If you if you listen to our podcast, we don't go on and on about stuff. We're short no. to the point. Because <laughs> we realize that an hour and a half episode is too long. Too long. Very long. Nobody wants to listen to all that. <sighs> um, but this was just kind of something that we, um, you know, we wanted we wanted to talk about these different things that are happening and like the big thing is Superior Spider Man is going to be ending. It's going to be relaunching with Peter coming back. Uh, we just got the news about uh, Grayson, the new uh, series. Coming new out. series. Dick is no longer Nightwing. He's just kind of a government agent. And uh, working for Spiral, working a for secret uh, spy organization that was brought into the DC universe in Batman Incorporated. <laughs> and I guess that sticks around. Yeah, Batman sticks around. <clears throat> Batman Inc. is part of the DCU. It's something it's something interesting and, and something different to do with that character, which I, when I saw that, I was really interested in seeing what was going to go on with that and how it was going to be. And it it got me really excited about it because I was like that the teaser image they have of him, you know, he's kind of uh, <clears throat> flipping backwards, holding a gun. And you kind of have like bats flying, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know it's it's kind of a a real different look at Dick Grayson and what kind of he stands for, and is he going to be firing really bullets out of that gun, or are they stun bullets or something like that? I'd I'd be interested to see bat bullets, bat bullets. <clears throat> I'd be interested to see where they're going to take that character and and how they're going to do that with him. Yeah, that was kind of the big thing from Forever T- Evil 2 is the fact that, oh, Nightwing's ending. Nightwing's mm-hmm. been captured by the crime syndicate. His identity's been released. Like, mm-hmm. And they put a bounty on him or something like that, too? Like, they released him and that's why they didn't just kill him. Well, they, they had him in, like, a murder machine. Oh, okay. That was designed by, like, Batman or something. I don't know. I stopped reading it after number okay. one. <laughs> um but I'm glad that Dick Grayson's still going to be around, and it's going to be cool seeing him in a different role, especially because we are having the Bat family expand out now. I mean, with Batman Eternal, we have Stephanie Brown coming back in as the spoiler, mm-hmm. or for the first time, we'll see how everything's going to line up with yeah. the weirdo history. But also with uh, Harper Rose character, too, Bluebird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bluebird. Like, which we got a glimpse of her... In um, the last book, twenty-eight. So I was like, Batman twenty-eight. Well, no, also in um. Oh, okay. In Eternals number two. You didn't get there yet. Batman thirty. Oh. Okay. Oh. Um. So it's exciting, like seeing these characters come back. 
and I want to see more for them, especially because mm-hmm. I, the Batman family books are the ones that I still follow in the new 52. It seems so weird to me, the Batman family talking about it, because we just had Death of the Family. That was a big event that just we just ended before Zero Year. Yeah, it's but like, that was summer. Yeah. That was, but the, the whole point was to shake down and like, well, Batman's been this, you know, street general for so far so long, and now he doesn't have Oracle to keep these people together. So why does he still have this massive family? Let's shake it up. Like, the new continuity doesn't really allow so much for these, like, real tight bonds anymore, even though we saw it in the first Even week. though we all know them. Mm-hmm. And we, we, the readers, know it, and that, and that's from the old pre, readers. yeah, the old readers from the pre mm-hmm. fifty two stuff, and it, it seemed like Death of the Family was supposed to be the shakeup of okay, well, this is how we're going to try to get away from that. We're going to get away from Batman having this long list of people he can count on. It's going to be him on his own again, uh, killing off Damian Wayne. Definitely seemed like, oh, well, he'll definitely not want to have another Robin after this. Like, this is him learning his lesson, like, that nothing good comes from having a sidekick. And then we go right into Eternals, which is like, no, I got Bluebird, I got Spoiler, I got this, I got that. And then, well, and then but they but still then, have Batman and dot, 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 because yeah. that book's very much becoming him trying to bring back Damien. And mm-hmm. then... I don't remember what month we're getting the solicitation stuff for now, but there's a new Robin book coming out. It's like Robin, uh, wow, I don't really? the name of it. Yeah, but it's uh, like supposedly going to be like Damian Wayne's return. Like, that's what makes Batman more interesting now, though, because they've done the whole like, oh, he's a silent, lonely protector of the mm-hmm. night. Now here's his like gaggle of wacky friends. And he's been so defined by the people that are with him now that it's become a part of him. Mm-hmm. And to like have Batman is to have a Robin or Alfred or Nightwing mm-hmm. or Batgirl now. Like you take those away, it's more of like just that like one off like Batman story. You don't really get any like bigger stuff anymore because he's so defined by his supporting characters now, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just so weird that they would take away Nightwing when they're developing everybody else. But they're they're taking away Nightwing, but they're still giving us Grayson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're not really losing anything. It's just something changing. And also, I mean, he was, do- he was doing his own thing, and then, and then the end of Nightwing, they had him over in Chicago. Like, he was already... He's already sloppy with his identity. Yeah, and he was... I mean, he was already distanced. Everyone has been distanced from him. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh... Jason Todd and Red Red Hood and the Outlaws, right. um, Drake and uh, Teen Titans, like those weren't ones that were. The only times they were all folding in together was in Batman. Was in Batman, but even then it was little things, you know, mm-hmm. like oh, we're at this charity ball, all my boys are here, you know, that kind well, of thing. How were the owls? They were all being attacked, and they're all well. Like yeah, they had those. They had the tie-in tines, issues yep. in their own issues. Mm-hmm. They had their tie-in, and then it was just that brief thing going, hey, thanks for getting that guy for me, you know? So they weren't really popping in. They still were in their own books, and they still feel like they have a little bit of distance from those. Okay. Because, I mean, I wasn't – I mean, we weren't really reading Batman and Robin. You know, I read it for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, we weren't reading Detective Comics or any of those other bo- Batman books. So what we're looking at is that Batman and then those other books that we were reading, but they were all kind of their own entity. Mm-hmm. Really bringing them all together is this Batman Eternal. And even then, we don't know how much except for the one shot of... Um, uh, Blue Bird? Or- no, uh, in, in Batman Eternal number one, you have... Uh, Drake saying like, "Oh yeah, I'll be there. Don't worry about it. I'm I'm coming. You know, I'm coming mm-hmm. back to Gotham." That was it, you know. Like, but it does seem like it's going to be a more family oriented book because the family has, to me, felt like it's been separated okay. even before death of the family. Hmm. Yeah, we're getting uh, even. It's crazy to me that. Uh... Robin's getting relaunched, but it does make sense since Grant Morrison is stepping away, kind of stepped away already from the DC universe, other than this multiversity that's supposed to be coming out sometime. Still being talked about. Still, still, still in the works. Yeah. Well, so. I, I, he hasn't... Has he finished read, uh, writing All-Star Woman? Wonder Woman? Or Earth One Wonder Woman? Earth Wonder One. Woman? <laughs> but I'm, I'm having trouble saying Wonder Woman. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I still I don't know. We haven't really that. heard anything about that since we talked to Yannick Paquette, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not to say that you know, there's nothing going ahead with it, because that could just be something that he's already got completely mm-hmm. written, and it's just, you know, based, like, all we're waiting on the art now. Yeah, art or an editorial, you know? And it's Earth One, so it's evergreen. It yeah. It can come out at any time. It's its own thing. Multiversity, which is supposed to be this huge, you know, crossover story explaining the new 52 <laughs> universes and the new 52 universe. Uh, it's I, it. It seems like it should have a time frame surrounding yeah, it. and I don't really even care if that happens. <laughs> to be honest, I think when we do get that, it's going to be more leveling the playing field for like the rest of the DC universe. I think that's going to be Flashpoint two. I'm talking louder. I know, but just turn the mic towards you. Yeah, but I'm going to sit back up a little bit. Okay, then turn um, the mic again. I, I think that's going to be Flashpoint 2. Like, Okay. I, I think we're going to see that as, no, here's the things that didn't work, but we're fixing it, guys. Okay, so they're holding off on it for now? because I think it's going to be like getting every other book to the point where it's like, okay, now hit that big red button again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, maybe that smaller red button next to it at least. To say, like, no, well, now we have these characters all back. Mm-hmm. And they're who you remember them to be. Yeah. Well, it seemed but, like that was the whole point of Pandora. Yeah. Now she's actually tied in. But my original point was, now that Grant Morrison has kind of stepped away from the DCU, and he was able to tell his complete story, and there was an impact, we can kind of walk back from the whole Damien's dead <laughs> kind of thing. And... Damien isn't one of those characters that I want to see have a relaunch or refresh, a rebirth. You know, it's- he, he's a character I didn't want to see die, but now that he's dead, I, I don't want him to come. I don't need him to come back. I don't want him mm-hmm. to come back because he's not. He's it's like it's almost his story has been told. Yeah, I've I've always said that he is Dick Grayson's Robin. He's not Bruce yeah. Wayne's Robin. But yeah, he works great because the roles were reversed. It was Dick Grayson being the the funny quipster, 
and Damien being the really hard-nosed and Dick Grayson Batman having to walk, you know, hold him back a little bit. Yeah. And I, I just, you know, he gets to have a Robin costume, but Tim Drake doesn't. It just doesn't feel right to me, even though... You guys explain like the whole thing. Of, <laughs> well, even no, though um, the the book is called Robin Rises Omega. It's a one shot by Pete Tomasi and Andy Cooper. That makes sense. That's Pete Tomasi writing it. Yes. Yeah. that guy probably wrote more issues of Damian Batman, uh, Damian Wayne as Robin than Grant Morrison did. But yeah. uh it's a one shot. So and, who knows what that means? And a week later, Tomasi and artist Patrick Leeson's monthly DC series gets its old name back again with Batman and Robin number thirty-three. Oh, okay. So <laughs> there, well, there you go. But who knows? We'll, well see. Number thirty just came out, and it was Batman and Wonder Woman. The search for Damian Wayne continues. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I will be a little happy that he's back, but since he's been gone. I I I haven't really, I haven't missed him. No, but here's the thing: like having that crazy little kid come back to life could be like a fun story. Oh, it could be done. I mean, I, I imagine yeah. it's going to be done really well. And I I do enjoy Peter Tomasi's writing. Mm-hmm. I do like him a lot, and uh, I enjoyed his Batman and his Batman and Robin run. I did mm-hmm. really like it, and it was a couple issues after that it ended that it just was like, eh, it's, it doesn't feel the same, it's not the same for me, and I dropped off that book. Um, but Peter Tomasi, I, I really like him as a writer. I And if, if somebody's going to bring him back... Well, will that make your list? One yeah. Issue 33, maybe? I, I bet our, uh, Robin, Robin, Robin Rising, I'll probably buy that, too. I, I've been having a really light week, so it's yeah. easy to be like, okay, I'll jump on that. Yeah. Yes. I'm more excited for Grayson number number one than Robin Rising. Oh, me too. Yeah, because it makes sense because Nightwing was such a that bridge between the young heroes and the established like DC universe heroes. That now that that those kind of characters aren't in the DC universe, Nightwing isn't that linchpin anymore. So, but Dick Grayson still has a. I don't want to see Dick Grayson gone. I don't want to see Nightwing gone. So at least the character is being used in a new way. And maybe it'll be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's sad to not have this legacy anymore. Yeah. I, you need to find a new place for him because he was that the linchpin for a legacy. Oh, I yeah. In, in the DC, the old DC universe. DC's been, I mean, he's been around for, I mean, mm-hmm. forever. I... I don't think we're not going to ever see Nightwing. I mean, that's... I think you're going to have this maybe 10 to 20 issue run, and then you'll get Nightwing back. (laughs) I don't don't foresee him being this agent of Spiral too long. I think it's something to shake up, something to do different, something to come out of... Mm-hmm. This uh, forever evil, because it is. It, it's it's something that's like, oh, he's gonna be a spy now. I told the one, one of the guys I work with, who's always asking me like, what should I read next? I sent him the, the article mm-hmm. and the picture, and he's like, I'm there. 
definitely him. That picture sold me, hmm. and it's true. Like I, when I saw that, I was like, "Yep, I'm there." And it makes sense for him to be a James Bond spy kind of character because he was shacking up with the ladies. He well, all that the too. Time. Like him, him. If you're trying to like, oh, I'm gonna blow up the Empire State Building, and then like some dudes like jumping around, shooting guns at me, making quips, like. That's a fun book. I, he'd be a fun spy. I, I really think so. I think doing that stuff, I think he'd be really, it'd be a fun book. And even if it was a little edgier or harder, I still think it's going to have some humor to it. Can I dig down for a second on why you would pick the Empire State Building to destroy? Tallest building in New York City. Oh, okay. I actually, I when I point. said that, I had the Statue of Liberty in my head, so I don't know <laughs> why. <laughs> Okay, I was, um, was wondering for a second. I'm like, why the Empire State Building? Just, why is that? I just picked something. Okay. It's recognizable. <laughs> like, everyone's seen it enough to know what it is. Um, well, another character we're going to be getting back, some might say finally, is uh, Wally West coming back in the new Flash annual. Uh, yeah. Uh, is, it, is it just in the annual? or Yeah, it's the the new writing team taking over... On issue 30, that comes out this week of The Flash. Mm-hmm. Next week, the annual for Flash, where we will be getting Wally West, yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. It's definitely something, is it just going to be Iris's nephew? Is it going to be an older Wally West? Well, it's something I, they're kind of Park show up. Chess. What's that? Will Linda Park show up? Yeah, I, not. I'm interested to see... I'm interested to see where it goes. Like I, I am planning on picking up thirty. Yeah, it's a new and creative I, team. And I, and I do plan on picking up the annual. Hmm. Yeah, I'm enjoying um, Robert Venditti on Green Lantern. I like Brett Booth over on Teen Titans. So that team together could put together a Flash book that I want to read. Barry just might not be that character still. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's something I'm willing to like read and see how I feel about it, but. If they come out with a Wally West book, I would gladly pick that up and, you know, check it out. Even if it's, like, Flash is half Barry, half Wally. Okay, like, if it delivers, like, mm-hmm. I'm there. Yeah, because having him be a kid doesn't make sense because you already have, have him a kid, all... Good Flash. I think somebody, kid. like, in the in his twen- early 20s, mm-hmm. like, uh, like Dick, like Dick Grayson, you well, know? Well, how old is Barry... Alan, you know, he's like Barry Allen's got to be late twenties, early thirties, right? I guess I don't know. You'd, uh, you were reading the Flash. You'd imagine you'd, you'd imagine mm-hmm. that because he's a forensic scientist and everything that he'd have to go through enough schooling that he'd be mm-hmm. at least in his in late twenties, twenties to late twenties, mid to late twenties, twenty four out of college. But he seemed to be pretty established. So yeah, yeah, maybe I'd, like I'd say like twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah. So well, having him have be Wally six West be, you know, younger, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, like still the younger kid, but he's older than and, Kid Flash. So there's mm-hmm. not that crossover. Oh man, what if they start calling him Impulse? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Don't like it. That'd no be, bueno. No good. No good. Uh, yeah, it's Wally West is. It's that like linchpin of. That's what I'm talking about. If we start seeing these characters come back, then yeah, I would want Nightwing back. 
because he's the one that ties them all together. But if there's no relationship yeah, with that, Nightwing, then yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that, there there isn't. Yeah. No, no. Tim Drake started the Teen Titans. Yeah. You know, it, it has nothing to do with with Dick anymore. So, uh, and I don't to have continuity. <laughs> to have Wally come back to do what? I don't know. So we, exactly. we don't know. We don't know yeah, what's going to happen well, in what this do you want? What do you want? Do you want him to become a Flash? I want him, yeah. I do. You want him to become the Flash, though? No, I, I want him to be a speedster in the comic books. He, I, he doesn't need to be the Flash. And I really don't, I really hope they don't make him like Reverse Flash or Professor Zoom or something. Well, they already have reverse flash in it no i know but i who knows what they could do with them i i don't want to see them make them here's the thing they've people have wanted wally west for so long Mm -hmm. back in the new 52 they're not going to like bring him in and be like nope he's a bad guy now because the fallout would just be terrible for that and they're still trying to win people over and convert Mm -hmm. them to like no the new 52 it's it's fun here's your favorite characters but they're back and they're newer like I don't think they're gonna have him be like, no, he's he's cutting sluts' throats. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I just don't see how he fits. I I just don't get it. I I really but don't. Like, we haven't had him yet, so like, yeah. Wait for that first issue. Just be like, no, he, I don't see how he's going to fit. You know, because it, 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 it could work so well. It's just like one of those like, oh, you know what? They figured they, it they, out. They did I it. Solved it. This. I needed this, and I got it now. You know. And what's really like what's really hard is the. The big fact that you've already seen him grow and become the Flash and become a mm-hmm. family man. Like, you've already grown up with this character. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to grow up with this character again. Yeah. And that's, like, what's tough about, like, someone like the F- Wally West Flash coming back is I've already – he's already been my Flash and I've already grown mm-hmm. up with him becoming a superhero and, you know, getting that job. Yeah, having you know, getting married, it's having the, the kids. Lane Superman thing also and, for me. It's yeah, it's the same thing. It's like we we've seen him struggle. We've seen him like not yeah. get the girl, and then he get the Peter Parker, uh, Mary, Mary Jane, Jane Watson. It's like breaking these characters up. It doesn't make sense. We've we've grown up with them, yeah. and we 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 got into that point, and then you're just taking it all away, and it's like why? Like well, just it's for because they then can put them with someone else or get them back together. They need to keep telling stories. And in order to do that, they have to shake things up. And that's all that it is. And I, I, it's, I find it insulting as a married person that they can't <laughs> find stories or people that are married. Can I have them sitting around talking about bills all day? Yeah. Well, here's no, the thing is, that's not is a book that's going to work. And like, also how often can you have like Peter come home beaten up and Mary Jane, like upset about, Oh, you got beat up. I wish you didn't do this. You know, mm-hmm. If you just have a married and then don't just... And how many times can you tell a story that. where Peter misses his date with Mary Jane? No, I, no, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell the same... No, I, That story. I, I agree. Okay. It's something that it doesn't need to be told like that anymore. Just have them... Just have a married. Hey, this is a great dinner. Heard on the police scanner. I gotta leave, you know? And her just been mm-hmm. like, okay, have fun or be safe, you know? <laughs> That's all you really need. Like you don't. I want my drama with my superhero to be more of what the battle is, and not just What's going him on having home? the constant same fight with his wife. Mm-hmm. 
See, hope policemen and firemen don't, or firewomen and policewomen don't have the same fights with their spouses when they get home. From no, home. but I mean, it, it. I don't constantly need to have that, mm-hmm. and it just seems like it does. Like with Spider-Man, it always seemed to happen when I was younger and I was reading that. Mm-hmm. That's where they, <laughs> you know, it's, and there you go. Like that's why they break they, them. Up. They shake it up, yeah. Like you keep it fresh because you know they're going to get back together, but it's the story of them getting to that point again. It gives mm-hmm. you something else to talk about. Oh, they were separated for a long time. This this round with yeah. the Mephisto thing. It's been three years. It well, was before still, the Watchmen movie came out. But they still that had... they had one more day. Them kind of... Will they, won't they thing. Yeah. Well, they they, did, and then they did. And it was Doc Ock in <laughs> Peter Parker's body. So it brought up like the whole, like, whoa, that's kind of creepy because she thought she was with Peter, but it was mm-hmm. Doc Ock. And that's a story that they could tell because... Yeah, no... They had been separated. I agree. And I think... I think doing the separation and and doing that stuff, having those change-ups do work, but at the same time, sometimes it just feels like a little too tedious. Like, uh, like when the Flash, like, oh, Barry, you're late for my date again. Fastest man alive, but you can't make it for my date, you know? Mm-hmm. That stuff just seems like... I, I am not even reading the book, and I just feel like that happens every issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Well, with the Peter Parker thing, I'm interested with him coming back. Because Doc Ock, it's seemed, he had all the memories of them being married. Peter Parker and, you know, Mary Jane Watson. So it would be interesting if Peter actually has those same memories again also. And that he would be fighting to get Mary Jane back. And they would be actually leading towards something versus this whole nebulous of Peter's dating with somebody else in the Horizon Labs versus or Peter's just hanging out and not doing anything with his... Emotional it, I, life. I think you just summed it up right there because if he was just with Mary Jane still, it would just be it's Peter doing stuff with Mary Jane. Now you said it perfectly. Like they're building towards that again. You can't yeah. have just a comic book that just stays plateaued. Like you have to constantly be building. Well, my marriage isn't just a plateau. I'm constantly making my marriage better. I'm constantly have, building now, my relationship. Now, how do with you show wife? that in that in a, the pages of a comic book where? You have Spider-Man fighting, you know, the scorpion one day. Well, you it's show not... him fighting the scorpion and then don't worry so much about the whole marriage thing, you know? But you, you're saying you want that, though. Well, you no, want the relationships. I, if I want the relationship of them being married, then you don't need to create abstract drama of her being upset with Peter coming home beaten up. You could just so have them... just rolls over like, well, fuck you... You know where the band-aids well, are. No, I think if you have a story, if you're gonna, if you have a story that involves their relationship, then show it. Mm-hmm. But if it's not something that just has to be this little bit of drama or something else to tie down or bog down the story, where it's just supposed to be Spider-Man stopping the Rhino mm-hmm. from robbing mm-hmm. a bank. Then that should just be the story. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be like also him missing his date with yeah. Mary Jane, and then she's upset at him. Have him come you, swinging home, and have them go swinging through the cities together to make it to their reservation. I've done that though. 
like right. you're saying you like that's something they do. They've done all that. No, they and they yeah. That, that, I, I, again, that's Barry being late to the date. Exactly. Right? Well, you and they've done the whole thing with him dating other people. The you know Miss whatever at the Daily Bugle and dating black you know Felicia uh, Harding and I th- all, like all I'm all I'm trying to say is that. If the story fits for the relation stuff to work in, like the stuff with Doc Ock as Peter trying to win her back, that stuff fit into the story. And it fits into him trading the spider bots and having them up on the building or him fighting and coming ho- coming to her like, oh, I'm beaten up and, ooh, you need to, you know, put some gauze on my head. Like that stuff fit. But when it was earlier on when it before they had the mm-hmm. date and it just seemed like they like oh you have to tie in the that he's married to Mary Jane in this issue if it's just being shoehorned in just to have mm-hmm. that drama or just to have her, conflict that conflict i don't want to see it doesn't need to unless it fits to the story yeah. with the superior spider-man stuff that fit to the story and it was enjoyable because you also had that peter's head going like well, yeah, I should have thought of this. I should have done this, but I was too busy just being Spider-Man. Like, that stuff fit, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed that. But if it's just that every every issue flashes late for his date, like, ultimately, it doesn't really fit because it's not, and it's not just – it's not that story. But that's like, the thing, because this all sounds from us talking about, like, oh, Wally West is coming back. Are we going to have, like – Iris, is Linda going to be there? It's all tied into those other characters that are mm-hmm. those personal relationships. So as much as we're talking about Wally West, it's bringing up that, like, but what about Linda? And, like, well, he, I've already seen him with, like, the family and the kids. Like, I just want, I want Wally back. But Wally is so defined by his family. Just like I said before with Batman, he's so defined by, like, his lieutenants and, like, the side characters now. Peter Parker, as great as Spider-Man is, again, Always defined by like, oh, I got to get Aunt May her medicine. Mm-hmm. Uncle Ben died because of me. I got to get to Mary. Like, oh, Flash Thompson's such a jerk. It's all those other characters. And if you take those out of there, it's just a guy swinging around fighting robots. Oh, whatever. And, <laughs> and so you can say like, oh, I don't need that there to manufacture that drama. But that's where the drama for the book comes from. Yeah, but it makes but those it- other characters very one note. I well, think, yeah, that's what they're there for. Like, but I think it up. does. They don't. They don't have to appear in every one. If it, if it ties in right, yes, have them. Have flashes the bully. You know, like it was. It worked better earlier on, mm-hmm. and now you know it should evolve a little bit and a little differently. And I don't want. I don't want to jump back to having to watch it all evolve again. When I've all, I've spent 25 years with these characters. No, you haven't. They've only been around for three now. So there. <laughs> these new versions. This is a new 52. Like, no, I again, know. Like, they, that's the thing why they did this, because they can tell these stories again without, like, oh, we're breaking them up only to have them get together again. It's like, now you're seeing it from the ground floor. I know, but I'll, like, with, with Spider, you know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. With Spider-Man. You know, we, we want these side characters to take on more dimensions than just one. And I want to see well, and, a relationship 
that has evolved, that okay. is a marriage, that isn't just a point of conflict. It should be defining, you know, for the other character to make that commitment. At that point, you're just reading, like, a romance comic book. It's not... But the other... Then you're just reading a soap opera comic book. Yeah. And all comic books are soap operas. That's what they are. It's... But I meant, like, Days of Our Lives soap opera. You're never going to have a comic book where, you know, someone just comes home and they're like everything's okay, happy, they go to bed, wake up the next morning. <laughs> well, I thought in like, the recent issues of Animal Man, I thought we got that with Ellen and Buddy. And oh, they got and over they, their kid dying and, like, the one becoming evil? Well, they never, the one kid never becomes evil. <laughs> I, I didn't read it. I okay. just knew what But it was they like. did break up, but it. they worked through the parts of it, and they, marriage is sometimes a struggle, and they work part, and, but they realize but you that just they're said strong. You, don't, you don't want, like... But yeah, they break up but with that with with yeah, that book. It dies, fits. and they you mm. know separate a little bit, and they realize that they are actually better, a lot better together as a couple, and they work through their ma- marriage stuff. And it wasn't a one note of oh, I can't believe you're a superhero and you don't make time for the family. It's Ellen has more worries than just that one. It's mm. She is a multi-dimensional character. She is a full-flesh but character. It just sounds she like she's a... there to like be the doting mother that lost her child. No, but she and, also like, is... makes Buddy better. She also is there to push Buddy and make him better. How's that different from like Mary Jane? Well, when we're talking about Mary Jane as I'm the just one curious, that's... like, well, at least in the stories that I read here, with this, it seems like. She's worried about her kids. She's worried about keeping her family together. And she's worried about making sure Buddy is not taking risks that he shouldn't be taking. And you, you, maybe, subtract, yeah, the whole, you subtract the it, whole thing with the kid. Mary Jane does. Maybe Mary Jane does the Peter same Parker. thing in, for Peter Parker and his their marriage. But I haven't read those issues. And a lot of it is the animal man. This is the central focus of the of book the family. is the family. Is animal man still going on? No, it's it, and it ends it's with, with 30. thirty. You're not going to be getting those in Justice League United, probably though. No, but I did it's, get that in the Animal Man book. But you're not just and I got buying that in the Grant Morrison Animal Man books too. You're not just buying United. Oh, I'm buying this to get my Billy Barker and his wife, Buddy Buddy Barker and his wife book. You're getting that for that team book. Now, if she shows up in one issue and, you know, he's saying goodbye to his wife because he's got to go fight a bunch of turkeys, okay. That that's an animal man might be literally fighting a bunch of turkeys. <laughs> like that. They're mutant. Then turkeys, that. Then that fits into the story or him coming home from an adventure. Like mm-hmm. having that. That fits. I don't want. If I'm reading that book, I don't want him constantly to be. Oh, hold on, guys. Let me call my wife. Or him constantly just leaving his family. Like, I don't need a panel of that every time. Being an animal man. Because that's what that book is defined as. It is, Animal Man is the book of him and his family. family Now, okay, but subtracting, like, okay, this is the book. What about the character? I'm not reading Spider Man and Mary Jane book. I know, but I'm reading a Spider Man book. I know, for for. For Animal Man, the character, you would rather have him just as part of a team than the character that's defined by the people around him. No, I actually, I the only because, the person no, uh, you just the said, person on you just Justice League United on on that team, Animal Man is the the last person I really want on that team. 
I'm not reading that book for him, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm reading it for the other characters that are in it. Martian Manhunter, Green Probably. Arrow, uh, Stephen Strange. Um, I want to see what Jeff Lemire will Adam do. Strange, Adam Strange. Strange. Uh, what Jeff Lemire will do with Hawkman. I'm more interested in those characters on the team than I am Animal Man. Eclipse. Equinox. Equinox. Um, and the stuff that I read, I read the first eight to ten issues of Animal Man. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed the Animal Man story with his family who are present throughout the whole thing. The story of that Animal Man book mm-hmm. is him and is his family. That is the book, and that is what is defined as that book. Okay, but I, my question was, what about the character? The character of Animal Man. You said you like seeing his family in Animal Man, but when and, it comes to Animal Man in Justice League United, that you don't his, want that. Without the characters around him, he's less interested in the character of Animal Man alone. Is that the point you were trying to drive home? That without those supporting characters, we're less interested in that one singular character, the yes. title character? Yes. Okay. Yes. That is what I believe John said. Yes. Okay, and that's that's been my entire argument this whole time. Cause, and then you're saying, like, well, no, I don't want that stuff, but then... That's, you're saying that's what makes those characters interesting. I want, I want it. You know why? Because it's established in Animal Man. It has been established in Animal Man. And it's not a retread of, let's try to get that established again. And you know I, what I mean? Like with Spider-Man, it's like, okay, it was established. We got there. This is now the drama of it. Oh, nope. Let's hit the reset button and let's watch him climb up. It's, what's, What's that Greek myth where he's Sisyphus. the guy, Yeah. It he's seems, rolling the boulder uphill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantly. It seems that way with maybe Spider-Man and maybe with even with Superman. And who was the other one that we were talking about? Flash. And the Flash. Yeah. You know, uh, Wally West. If we're seeing this stuff, it will feel syphilitic? in? I was going to say, don't say syphilitic, because that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not right. No. I, I want those you know, relationships I mean, in there if it's organic, but it doesn't. I don't need to have it in every issue. <laughs> if it's just Flash versus Captain Cold, just give me Flash versus Captain Cold, and the next issue have him on a date with her, and then the next day he's fighting Mirror Master. Mm-hmm. Like, if I just don't want it just shoehorned in there to be shoehorned in there. Right. Well, I would want it to end differently. If it's, if, you know, Barry Allen, I, I, I don't want him to end. You know, I'm almost to the point where I'd rather him not end up with Iris West because I'd rather see something different because we've had that story. If we, even with Peter Parker, I'd like him to know that he was with Mary Jane and I would like to see him like struggle for it, but then realize maybe it's something that was of the time. And he missed that time. He missed that opportunity, and it won't work out. And I want to see him end up someplace else, because otherwise it will feel very much Sithlipian. It's we we right? gotta figure out what we're yeah. going to say for that. Right. It's weird. It is weird, but it's a Magnum board coin phrase now. Sithlipian. Sithlipian. Sounds like an alien race. Yeah, yeah, they were in uh, the third uh, generation of uh, Star Trek, right? They yeah, were the, and they made they the stone. The, they made the stone the creatures with the holes in their stomachs yeah. that you look through, and they fought the Bajorans, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. So Peter Parker, we covered having a restart. We covered. Uh, yeah, 
We covered I think them we all, can end this right? show now, right? I think we had a good discussion. There's really no one else, I think. I mean, you have Adam Strange coming back. I mean, there are there are little things, little people hop, popping up here and there. Yeah, we don't know what's how Adam Strange is going to be handled. Yeah. Like, I was kind of hoping, uh, you know, like a 52 version of, out of the old comic book series 52 where he lost his sight for a while. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Where he was a grizzled old war, war vet, you know, kind of guy. I kind of wanted that kind of Adam Strange back in the new DCU because just having somebody that was the older elder statesman, where he fought in all he's, these wars, where he's been in these wars, he's nobody done, believes him. He's done these adventures. Yeah, and there's nobody that believes him, and he's trying to warn people about this invading, like whatever space army that might be in, trying to invade. Like maybe even do the whole. Well, with like, Hawkman, there they can do the whole like Ran Thanagar thing, mm-hmm. or even the uh, ones where they did it. What was it, Infinity War or whatever? Where it was the Infinite War? Where it was the shapeshifters? Dolans? Doralians? I don't remember. Yeah. Like even something like that again, you know. Or they're trying to yeah. infiltrate things. Well, do, you, do you like shapeshifting aliens infiltrating places? Yeah, yeah. Secret invaders. How, wait, how about how about Green Lantern right now? Because that's what's going on. What? Yeah, I think it's the exact same race they're talking about. It's like the Delarans or something. Well, like then that. make you know Adam Strange like be the guy that knows about them. He knows how to see them. Uh, yeah, I'd like to more of the older, the older adventurer than the younger adventurer. But I'm still interested in maybe seeing that younger adventurer's story. So who knows? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But we, what we do know is we want you to rate and review us yeah. over on the iTunes. Or on the podcast. On the podcast. Other sites that we just figured out we should be on, and we're yeah. doing that now. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to make sure we're listed on all the major uh, podcast collecting sites. You know, your podcast. Podcast Pickle, Podcast oh, Directory, we're on the finally. Oh, Podcast, uh, the the Blueberry, B L U B R R Y. I didn't even know that's a thing, but apparently that's a thing. I didn't know these thing. are things, but hey, if yeah. you found us that way, thanks, Blueberry. Thank you. Find us over on Facebook, like us, share your, any of your notes, any of your feelings about the show. We like to hear from you guys in any capacity. Well, the number one thing right now, what I want them to do over on Facebook is post your picks for the sub- second and... What is it, Chris? You it wrote is it. the Begging Boardcast fourth annual summer movie blockbuster bracket buster episode for a new bracket. Yes. Post your picks for what you think will be the best... And well, you can read it off of movies. He's been, I hear him at night. He practices it every night. <laughs> <Top> <laughs> I'm gross. just saying it in the, the bathroom here <laughs> over and over to myself. But you think will be the top grossing movies... As listed on boxofficemojo.com this summer. So, uh, go ahead and do that for me because I would love to see a lot of people posting their picks. And do it before May 1st and you'll have a chance to win being on this very podcast with us, like via Skype or some other weird internet thing to pick your picks with us live while we record next yeah. year. And if you don't want to post it, feel free to email it to us over at contact at beggingboardcast.com. Because we, we can do emails, too. We'll never laugh at you. Ever. No. Ask us any question. Even about how to get rid of an iPhone battery. <laughs> or know what the deal with those uh, statues are in Canada. Yeah! If you, if you know what that is, email Paul at paul at beggingboardcast.com. Mm-hmm. 
Because he really wants to know. If you're Jeff Lemire, just just drop Paul a line and let <laughs> him know if it's like going a, to be in the book or not. He's at the next convention, and we ask, just, that should be one of our questions to ask him about And then that. what if he's like, shit, that was going to be the overarching theme for the book? <laughs> Who told you guys? I like that Paul's read the same article that we've read about <laughs> what the book's about, and he asks us if that statue's going to be in it. Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> well, he's lived with these... The uh, native uh, native peoples, that, the Cree. Do you think there's going to be in there? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, it's all an interesting topic. It's all an interesting <laughs> conversation. That's what you get on Bag Board. <laughs> <laughs>